It's Saturday. You know what that means. That's right. It's another episode of the Basement Bookers Podcast. It's me, Basement Chair. And you know what that means. That's him, Rich Therese. And you know what that means. I, I Well, I do. I think I do. Well, I... Maybe you do, but I was asking them. Oh, okay. If they know what that means. I hope you're not waiting for a response because there's a bit of a time delay here. No, I mean... Okay. Have you not done a podcast before? I think you I know, have. You, you're technically thinking that you're broadcasting to people. So it's we have to sometimes, like, you know, to the people. Engage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe you should try it huh. sometimes. Okay. Probably not with the news, though. Uh, you can. You could be like, hey, if you think this injury hurts, why don't you tweet me at Rich the Riz? Or <laughs> if you yeah, think, right. throw up a poll, you know? Throw up a poll? Throw up a poll. Hmm. Like, on Twitter, they have polls. Did you not know that? I did. I'll see. We'll figure something out. Should have done something for uh, the NXT year-end awards. I got the results here. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. This is a special... How is the sauce made on the first episode of the year of the Basement Bookers podcast? And at this point, that I'm going to advise Rich that what we do, what I knew was going to happen, because we talked about this last week, what we do, the NXT Awards, Rich is going to just tell you who won and who else was in it. Uh, That's it. Let me get the nominees. We're not on that, though. We're still doing the news. Mm -hmm. I know. So when we get to that, you just... Say who won, and then who they beat, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it going. Like we'll talk about it, but we're not gonna do a thesis statement. Okay, got it. On it, got it. Okay, got it. <laughs> Great. So continue, please. So I guess I'm starting with the news. Like, well, you always start with the news. I do. This, this is your bit. This is your time to shine. It this is. is your first news of the year. So, no pressure. Right. Well, 2020 certainly was shit. And it closed in shit fashion. There's only two pieces of news here. Both of them are bad. Came out after we finished recording last week. The sad, terrible news that Brody Lee passed away. We didn't know he was sick because the folks in AEW and his family kept the secret so well right so um i i have notes here i'm gonna find what i'm looking for here shivani noted on his what happened when podcast that the day after he uh brody appeared on the aw unrestricted podcast which was released october 26th that was when he got sick um and at some point he was airlifted i don't know if it was from his home or from a from another hospital to the mayo clinic in um, Jacksonville. So, all that we know about the reason for his passing is um, that it was uh, non-COVID, lung-related, and Dave Meltzer added that his lungs, quote, simply stopped working. I, like, one could only speculate what what illness he had like for something to be so quick and sudden, particularly for an athlete. Um, like I think the 
the theory of the big C might have to be thrown around, but it it, it could it probably there are probably other more likely causes. Uh, either way, sad. Like I said, sad. Terrible news. Um, beautiful tribute this week on Dynamite. I thought it was awesome. They actually signed Brody Jr. to a contract. So when he turns 18, he'll have a job waiting for him in AEW, which is really cool. Um, man, that that was that was rough to hear. It's it's been a rough week. Everyone that has spoken out that knew him, and I and this is this happens, but this is it's more widespread for Brody that like everything is so amazingly uniformly positive about him. So obviously he was a good dude, he was one of the good ones and it sucks to see him go. Um I don't have anything else really to add about uh Brody Lee's passing. Uh there's no no new news has come out. I don't think any will. Um his wife actually um, had a post about how people, like fans, feel like they have the right to know personal things about celebrities, but, you know, we don't. What we know is Brody's gone, and now she is dealing with it. She's getting shit for not releasing more information. But that's her right, and she shouldn't be getting any shit for it. She's got enough to deal with right now. And that's, I think, all I'm saying about that. I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, it's like people think that, like, celebrities and whatever, even in, like, the wrestling community, they think these people belong to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, most of these people thinking, oh, they deserve this and that, I bet they don't even own one piece of Luke Harper March or Brody Lee March. Bunch of posers. But it doesn't matter. Either way, it's for their fam it's for the family to decide. And if you're gonna badger people, it's like he just died. Maybe you wait a little while. What are you? Columbo? Or whatever is the cool detective that the kids are watching these days? What are you, Sherlock Holmes? Let a family grieve in peace and watch AEW Dynamite. And that's it. That's all I have to say. See how hard that was? Yeah. I know. It was very difficult. Very difficult. It was a rough week. It was... It was It was rough watching Dynamite, watching all the tributes. Friggin' Rowan coming out. I was surprised. I didn't think he'd be there. And that sign. And the fact that he was blatantly crying out there. It was rough. <sighs> rough week but you hope he doesn't have a job there right I like don't go changing your opinion just because you saw him <laughs> shed tears because before that you any chance you got <laughs> anytime he was involved with anything he was certainly the less interesting of the two now again I, I don't wish ill of Eric Rowan, Eric Redbeard, whatever he's calling himself now. So, like, if AEW offers him a contract, you know, I'm sure they'll send him down to the Nightmare Academy, polish him off a bit, give him, 
You know, oh, what kind of place is this Nightmare Academy polishing people off? But, and how do I get in? <laughs> it's uh, it's the Nightmare <laughs> Family's training school. Oh, they're gonna polish me off, eh? Yeah, though. That's cool. I got a, I got a great wrestling day. Were you ready? Yes. Okay. I came up with this while I was washing dishes, <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think it was funnier to me than it was to my wife. That happens occasionally. Okay. Ready? Yes. Thrusted. Just in case. Why Thrustin? Thrustin? Just in case. Oh. You're Thrustin? Just, just in case. case. <laughs> yes! In case there's an invisible vagina that your dick is in and you're, you're like, well, I should be Thrustin, right? Yeah, but when you say just in case, there's never like a specific thing. It's just just in case. It's like in case shit. True. Great. Okay. Thrust in just in case. Yes. In case is spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled. That that that's good also. I like that. No confusion. Right. Thrust in just in case. And he is, he is ready to be polished off at the Nightmare Academy, brother. And let me tell you, when you you're not going to pull out a victory when you're in the ring with Thrusted Justin Case. Because mm. nobody has pull-out game like Thrusted Justin Case. No one pulls one out on over him. No. Nobody. Number one. Number one in the ring... Number one in your heart. I quit this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, we'll work on it. We'll figure it out. If anything happens to me, I want everybody to know it's your fault. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, man. <laughs> No, no pressure, right? Anything happens to me. Nope, no pressure at all. (laughs) And now it could be anything. (laughs) Now you have to worry. Yeah. Now you have to hope nothing happens to me. I always hope nothing happens to you. Well, now even more so because your life's on the line. I guess so. Oh, last bit of news, as far as I'm aware of. Uh, Mick Foley revealed on Twitter yesterday that he tested positive for COVID. Uh, following a virtual signing event that was on December 12th, and he's been staying in a hotel room for the past 18 days as of yesterday. Uh, he said that while signing, he was at this virtual signing, there were two other people in the room. He took off his mask. He said to, I guess, better have people see him or whatever. I don't know. Um, but that later on in the night, one of the two people that were in the room with him started developing symptoms. So he got tested and he's got it, so... Well wishes, McFoley. Please get well soon. We really don't want 2021 to be a sequel of 2020. So, rest up. God damn it. I thought virtual was, like, safe. Well, the fans aren't there. But, you know, there's a... Whoever is... Whoever's promoting it, I guess, was there. 
I think out of safety they should have the same uh, kind of thing we do, where it's just a person in a room by themselves. Yeah, I know. I know. There's a production like, company. Set up your own damn Zoom call, you fuck. Yeah. So a friend of my wife's does, um, has a promotion company, um, and he does virtual signings. And as far as I know, the wrestlers that he gets, they you know they'll just appear on camera at their home signing the stuff. He'll appear there from his home or his studio, whatever the case is just to sort of host it. And I don't know if if the people that are getting the stuff signed, if they log in at a certain time or whatever. I don't know how it works. I should find out. That should be the tagline for this podcast. I don't know how it works. I should find out. Yeah, it works for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Make a great t-shirt. I don't know how podcasts work. I should find out. It works for anything. You don't have to specify. It's true. That's why it's the, that would be a great shirt. Would be. Because then somebody would just ask you, and then you'd be like, whatever, just insert something. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, that's all for the news for now. Great. What are we here to discuss? Uh, wrestling. Should we move? Yeah, I know that part, but that's, see, this, when I say that, that's your time to go into, well, this year, week was the whatever it is, because yep. I have this. I guess, we, I guess that's the segue to the NXT year-end awards. So I have here a list of the, um, who I picked, who I thought was going to win, or rather who I wanted to win, or thought should win. And I have the actual winners, and that was mostly on point. Let's... So, Jess, so what you'll do is you'll be like, this person won? And then I thought this person should win, or this is who I picked, and here's who else. Right. So, uh, we're going to start with the Breakout Star of the Year. The nominees were Pat McAfee, Damian Priest, Shotzi Blackheart, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher, Raquel Gonzalez, Santos Escobar, and Ilya Dragunov. I picked Shotzi, and Shotzi won. Okay. See, I just said... Like two seconds, I said, you say who won, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you say who you thought should win. Okay. And then you go through who else was in it. This is the second time. <laughs> okay. That's a, all right. All right. I'll, I'll use that format. It's a good format. Uh, so match of the year. My pick was – no, that's not the order. Um, <laughs> match of the year. Let me find out on NXT here. The winner was Finn Balor vs. Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship at TakeOver 31, which I thought was a great match, but the match I picked was uh, Volta vs. Ilya Dragunov. So Finn and Kyle also beat out uh, the Fatal 4-Way, which was Balor, Champa, Cole, and Gargano. In the That was the Fatal 4-Way Iron Man match. Uh, it also beat out Cole vs. Finn, Gargano vs. Champa, the one final beat. Keith Lee... Versus Adam Cole, winner take all. The vacant North American Championship ladder match, which was Dame Priest, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, John Gargano, and Dream. EO Candice, EO versus Candice TL tables, ladders, and scares match. Uh, Undisputed Era men's war games match, women's war games match, women's triple threat. For the Women's Championship, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. This is a long list. There's only four more. They should have 
they should have shortened it. That's too long. It's a long list. Um, Gallus versus Imperium versus Mark Andrews and Flash Mark Webster versus the Grizzly Young Veterans in a fatal four-way tag team ladder match at NXT UK Tag Titles at Blackpool 2. Tyler Bay versus Jordan Devlin at Blackpool 2. Bronson versus Roddy versus Johnny. Triple threat for the vacant North American title. And Riddle versus Thatcher in the fight pit. That was a long list. Yeah, yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> That's not even my fault, that one. Alright. Like, I don't even have anything to say about those. It's like, like we had to say them because maybe what if somebody wants to know and can't do a, you know, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's too long. It was. It was long. Future star of the year. The winner was Austin Theory, who was my pick. Uh, he beat out Jake Atlas, Leon Ruff, Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, your boy A-Kid. They said it this week, but I still don't remember how to say it, so I'm going to skip the first name. The last name is Valkyrie. First name is spelled A-O-I-F-E. I just, I'm not even going to speculate. And the tag team of Pretty Deadly, Lewis Howley and Sam Stoker. I think those are the two guys that were in the uh, frilly shirts on NXT UK that one time. Yeah. That's crazy. Next uh, was event of the year, which I have a bad memory, so I, I picked one and shrugged, but it was in your house was what I picked. When it was War Games, it beat Blackpool 2, Portland, in your house... Great American Bash, TakeOver 30, TakeOver 31, and Halloween Havoc. Part of me feels like they picked that because it was the last pay-per-view. Probably. It's kind of hard to like remember what was good about another thing that far back. Yeah, like a whole like, event. Yeah, like these these events, it's like when they happen in the middle of the week, right? Mm-hmm. Like the tables, ladders, and scares. Mm-hmm match thing what was it uh halloween havoc when that happens like in the middle of the week it doesn't feel like it's like a pay-per-view yeah it's just we're competing with aew's tv pay-per-view yeah this is ours. yeah the special episodes a very special episode and nobody learns anything right you're supposed to learn something during a very special episode or shed a tear maybe Mm. that's the rules of television i guess on a very special episode. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta learn a lesson or something. Somebody's gotta do drugs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> learn it by watching you. Alright. Female competitor of the year. Io Shirai won that. Uh, she beat out Rhea Ripley, who I picked. Uh, as well as Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Kaylee Ray, and Tegan Knox. Yeah. Like, considering only one of those wrestled at WrestleMania the same year, it's kind of weird that Io Shirai won that, but okay. It, again, it's the whole short-term memory thing, because Io is the champ right now. So she's at least had the better last couple of months as far back as some people can remember. So I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I believe you, but it, it's like it's not the last six months, it's the year. You know what I yeah. mean? And I feel like most of these people voted on, like, the last six months mm-hmm. or month. M- might have been the month. Yeah, probably. 
Male competitor of the year, Adam Cole Bebe won that one. He beat out Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, my pick, Keith Lee, Valter, and Tomasa Champa. I agree with this. Keith Lee didn't win this, and that's fine. Because, like, if you look at the whole year, Adam Cole has been consistently involved in every major angle. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And, like, Keith Lee was elevated by Adam Cole, not the other way around. You know, true. He, That's like, true. He, he he beat like he beat a lot of guys, but when he beat Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, that's the big win because he became the longest reigning NXT champion in history. Mm-hmm. So you don't get there, you know. So that that the right guy won. Yeah, I I can't really argue. Um, so then overall competitor of the year and NXT did that. I guess they uh, did a live vote. I didn't partake because I didn't watch live because uh, the birdie special. Um, and so they had Adam Cole versus Io Shirai for that and Io Shirai won. Eh, 50-50, what do you think? I guess it's fine. I mean, if anything, I wouldn't have a problem with that one. Yeah. It's 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 a tough call. Uh, tag team of the year. The winners were the Undisputed Era. Um, a little unfair since there are four of them, and most tag teams are just two. Uh, but they were my pick. Uh, they beat out Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch, Breeze Ango, the Foursome of Imperium, the Threesome of Gallus, and the Threesome of Legado del Fantasma. I don't know. I think there's. Usually, like, the tag team is Roderick Strong and either Kyler O'Reilly or Bobby Fish, depending on who's hurt, you know? Right. Well, it's actually usually uh, Fish and O'Reilly, and then Strong will tag in when one of them is hurt. Um, but they announced this week that Adam Cole is going to be teaming with Roddy for the Dusty Classic. I think they talk too much about... Um... Roddy turning on Pete Dunn at the classic. There might be some stuff. Mm. I think Roddy might strike again. Mm. Maybe. I mean, it's it's like a right now. I'm, I'm just starting to cook it, so it's like a two percent chance. But I think something's gonna happen. You know, much as I can't stand him, I hope not. Because I I truly, truly believe that in the Undisputed Era is the only way he's interesting. Yeah, but he could make an argument like, I, I, I want to join you guys because I was going to be next. Or something. And it's like, why is Kyle, Kyle next, you know? It's like it could come out of nowhere because everything looks all like... We're, told, we're we're a team, guys. Yeah, I have I have they noticed like how like shocking stuff. Yeah, Adam Cole is really really pushing the fact that there's no leader of the Undisputed Era. They're one unit. They you know the goal is just to hold all the gold. Doesn't matter which of them holds which. When's my turn? Yeah. So it's possible. Yes. All things are possible. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine. I, I, I still don't see myself giving a shit about Roddy on his own. Yeah. I think I'm going to... 
I don't like New Year's resolutions, but like recent events have inspired me to maybe lower my use of I don't give a shit about X hmm. because if this is all anecdotal, if say something terrible were to befall them, I would be consumed with guilt. Hmm. So I'm trying my very best here. Okay. That's <laughs> uh, that's good. I feel like that's a good goal. It's like, you know, it's like one second it's this, and then, you know, I really like Roderick Strong. He wasn't that bad. Yeah. Kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So he's just not fun. Right. That's all. Right. Sometimes he's not fun, but lately he's been very fun with his the Dexter Loomis stuff from before and just coming into his own as like a character. So, I mean, if he goes super heel, I don't mind it if that's what's to happen. Man, I mean, like what whatever they're playing, let's let it play out, and I'll I'll judge it then. He has the ability to be a very douchey entitled it should have been me type of heel mm. I could kind of see it I just I, 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 I hope he starts showing some more personality like like you mentioned Dexter Luma stuff which I've forgotten about because he's been feuding with um, Cameron Grimes lately which is a good feud I'm thoroughly enjoying that I think it's over is it? I think so I think once he won the gimmick that was it. Yeah, probably. Because now he's just hosting New Year's Eve. Yeah, he is. So we'll see next week whether or not, if uh, Cameron Grimes doesn't do anything regarding Dexter Loomis, then it's over, obviously. I think he's doing something else. Or maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe I imagined it. I guess we'll, you know. We'll see. So there was one other category that I didn't see when I voted, so I, did, I couldn't make a pick. I don't think I would have picked this, though. Uh, so Rivalry of the Year, Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee won, and they beat out Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano, Loomis versus Grimes, Shotzi versus Robert Stone, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez, Volta versus Dragunov, and Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven. I pro yeah. I might have gone with uh, Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven for that one. It's no now refresh our memories. So far, has Eddie NXT UK anything won anything? No. That's why I think like I don't think it like I think I said this last week that it wasn't even fair to put them because they're not going to get picked. Yeah, NXT UK should have their own year end awards. Definitely. Like, they have their own titles. How come they don't have different freaking awards? But, uh, so, but it's like, how long have they been even doing anything this year because of the whole pandemic? That, that's very true. Just don't put them. So here's the thing. Speak, speaking of that. Well, it could be a nominated. It's like, I'm just happy to be nominated. So Santos Escobar, they just started again referring to him as the interim Cruiserweight champion. The one or two episodes of NXT UK that I watched this year, like a month or two ago, whenever that was, um, Jordan Devlin was on, and he still has the Cruiserweight Championship. Because he's the Cruiserweight Champion. Right. So, it's like they stopped calling Santos Escobar the interim champion for a while, and then they started it up again. So, I wonder, 
if they're gearing up for when the lockdowns um, uh, loosen up for a uh, unification match, Escobar versus um, Jordan Devlin. Well, that's less about lockdowns and more about travel bans. True. I mean, you know, com- com- uh, country lockdown. You know what I mean. I guess, but, like, just because... I don't know. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Travel ban. Just, you know, same thing. It's different. Because it, it, you're not... No, it's not the same thing. It's a country lockdown. Travel ban means you can't leave. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't travel. Mm-hmm. So, like, they could leave. Like, you could just not come here. Like, you can't come here. I don't think... I don't know if we even have... Like, you can come here, but I don't think they're letting people come here. I'm not sure how it works. Because I don't... I think they want him to ban travel from out there. Because mm-hmm. the new strain. But it's already here, so... Yeah. Well, it's just going to turn people into... Uh... T-virus monsters, I think. I think that's the, that's what it's going to be. What's uh, T-virus? You not played any Resident Evil games? Oh, that... Oh, my God. Listen. Your street cred, bro. Listen. It's gone. All right. It's been a very long time since I played the one Resident Evil game that I had. That wasn't even mine. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so those were the NXT year-end awards. Is... Is there anything else specific that you want to discuss? All right, I want to switch gears uh, real quick. We talked about the uh, NXT. What a great, what a great time that was. The awards there, and congratulations to all of our winners and even our runner-ups. Because sometimes it's nice to be nominated. As a matter of fact, you all get. I'm, I'm bringing it out. I'm bringing it out right now. Out of retirement. Here it is uh, for everybody who participated. In professional wrestling uh, for the year of 2020, you all get a bookie. You all get a golden pencil mailed to you. Uh, metaphorically, of course. Don't expect anything, <laughs> but here's to you, all of you. And with that, we are definitely switching gears uh, to Monday Night Raw. Raw. So, not a lot stood out for me about Raw. Um, of course, the news about Brody's passing was still fresh, so I was lo- paying attention, I was looking and listening, there were a few tributes, obviously, Drew McIntyre opened the show with, it's Monday, you know what that means, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it wasn't good. It wasn't? Like, his Monday, you know what that means, was good, mm-hmm. but his, I didn't, I didn't like his yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you need to watch some Harper tape, and you do it better than that. Yeah, he kind of... Unless you're feeling super emotional or something, fine, I get that. But, like, it was kind of, like, mailed in. Yeah, he like, he kind of just <laughs> threw in the words, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a Harper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for a second, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And I, I literally, because of the way he did it, I didn't catch it. Mm. Like, because of the way he did it. Like, the you know, Monday, you know what that means. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Later on, I don't remember which match it was. I think it was one of the latter matches. Maybe it was on SmackDown. Um, Corey Graves referred to someone as, uh, like, mowing someone over as if they were a big rig. And big rig was one of John Huber's uh, previous names on the indies. Was he a truck driver? Because that's a good... 
It's a good name for a truck driver. Because they drive rigs. Maybe. Big rigs. Woods also hit a discus clothesline on someone that uh, Phillips called a Harper clothesline. And he added a yeah, yeah, yeah to that. Yeah, but he also, you're not paying attention because you're probably super carding. He did the setup. Where, like, he, he takes his hands. I don't have to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, he did the setup and then he did it. And I, I thought it was cool, but I thought it should have won the match. If you're going to do it, then that should win the match. And if it's not going to win the match, then... Let the other guys do it. Yeah. Like, it's not a heel-face thing, you know. You could A heel could pay respect. You could see, like, Lance Archer did it. Like, you can do it. But, like, it should it should have won the match. Mm-hmm. I think they did it on AEW, too. But it didn't win the match. It's like, why wouldn't it win the match? Yeah. Art, uh, Lance Archer's tribute was sweet. That was pretty cool, mm-hmm. wearing the Harper gear. Oh, man. It's it's still freaking rough to think about. Um, so, Drew talked, and there was interruptions and everything. What was your favorite part I about forgot, Raw? Uh, none of it. I hate Raw. <laughs> uh, it's three hours of pain, mm. is what it is. Uh, no, I enjoyed watching... Uh, and look, this is not because of the wardrobe malfunction, but I liked watching Charlotte wrestle again. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know, like, how good somebody is until they come back and start doing shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, the impact that they have on their own, like, whatever they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlotte versus Nia was... That had to be the best Nia match we've seen in a very long time because of Charlotte. Yeah, they're like, hey, remember that time Nia Jax took Charlotte out? Hmm. Well, this is the receipt, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they kind of weren't... I feel like they didn't play that up quite enough. How much more do you need it played up? Sir? A little, like 10% more. 10%? 10%. Right. We'll put it in order. Like one one more little mention. Um, I like the uh, Alexis Playground thing. The whole I hate it. The earlier, the whole thing with the oh, earlier, yeah, like the the closing segment where she douses herself in quote unquote gasoline. Interesting. You just want you just don't want to be gross. It's like a wet T-shirt contest, man. Too bad. No, no, no. It's you're wearing it, the wrong colors. You know what I'm saying, baby? High five. Right. No, l- listen. Right. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> A, well, there's that aspect of it. I'm putting that aside because hey. it's an interesting segment. It's like it's like she, her, the Alexa Bliss character is so tied to the Fiend right now that she feels like she has to experience the same traumatic thing he did. Maybe part of it is knowing he the fiend is about to undergo another transformation so she feels the need to transform also maybe he's telling her she needs to transform so th- there are a couple of directions they can go with this the whole shutting the lights at the end and then we see Randy with a match and then they just cut off eh could like what could I have done better I don't know yeah, we should just bring back the Salem Witch Trials. We should just see. We should just try it out. Because you know what? If you don't burn, then you're a witch. Mm-hmm. And if you do burn, you are also a witch. That's how it works. I thought it was drowning. Oh, it's that too. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's that too. 
If you like, if you drown, you're not a witch. If you don't drown, you're a witch. Yeah, exactly. But like you know, the the, the fire thing is cause like well, all witches are obviously made out of wood. So you burned a lot like wood. Mm. Almost know. as if they're puppets of the devil. Sure, man. Hmm. Stay in your lane. There you go. You know, don't yeah. don't be fucking conjuring spirits and shit. Yeah. So SmackDown. What was your favorite moment? I don't like this line of questioning. I feel like something's coming. It's like, oh, what's your favorite moment? Okay, where were you the night of X <laughs> when so-and-so disappeared? And then I'm like, wait, what? I thought we were... thought this was a wrestling podcast. Mm. Um, I like the part where a sh- uh, uh, two straight men were... Uh, one of them was thrusting subjectively at another man. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. With Daniel Bryan and Otis, Otis mm-hmm. and, and Chad Gable and that Cesaro Shinsuke like, how could we weren't invited to this party? That's exactly what they said. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what they said. That's actually what should have been said mm-hmm. and they should have all like looked at each other and then just fade to black. It's like, all right, these guys have a match. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, even better. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I'm going to redo it. Okay, so here's what they're doing the bit where Daniel Bryan, it looks like it's like resistance to suplex training, I guess. Uh, it, 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 was, like... it was Royal Rumble training. Oh, okay. So it's like Royal Rumble training. And like Daniel Bryan is thrusting because <laughs> he's trying to get so he's thrusting into Otis's back. <laughs> and Chad Gable's like, yes. And then <laughs> when Shinsuke Cesaro walk in and like Fuck, we weren't invited. It'll fade to black, and then you'll have the camera. It's showing uh, Michael Cole and um, Corey Graves just sitting there. And, like, it's Corey Graves. He's got, like, this, like, what just happened look on his face. Mm -hmm. And then Cole's, like, he's face palming. And then he says, nevertheless. Nevertheless. And then then they'll do it. (laughs) These guys are having a tag team match. (laughs) We've just gotten word. God, what a pop that would have been. But they're such cowards. They won't do fun stuff like they that. They won't. <laughs> what was that? That's that's what Corey Graves could have said. They, 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 like... they should have had a clip of uh, Bree and Nikki Bella just like watching TV confused. And uh, Roman Reigns having to watch the TV outside of his special room. It's so It's such a big TV, it doesn't fit in his room. It's so strange. Like I don't understand that. Why do they always be watching TV like that? They should just they should change the game and should be like, check it out, guys. We'll watch TV like real people. It's like holy shit, holy shit. That's how you get your holy shit chance. It's like every time you see a wrestler watch watching TV, there's something wrong with it every time. Yeah. So this Adam Pierce guy, like, is Roman Reigns gonna kill him? I think so. Because it looks like he was like really upset. Because, like, he sent Paul Heyman, and he's like, listen, find out who's the person responsible. And it's like... Find out who doesn't appreciate me. Yeah, but Roman, you know who that is. There's one guy doing the matches now on both shows. Mm -hmm. Like, you watch the show. 
you're there. So that's one thing. The other thing is the Sammies. Are they Pat Patterson action figures dyed in gold? Oh, that's I don't, what I wanted all. I don't know. Like, I never got I a good look. Thinking about that, I, I didn't either. Like I'm looking, I see them sitting there, and every time he gets cl- like he said they were made in Brazil. Mm-hmm. The little statue things. Mm-hmm. I don't know for some reason I because it's interesting because the Slammy Awards did they come out? Wasn't that the SmackDown after Pat Patterson died? I do not recall. I want to say it was. Okay. Actually, wait. No, he wrestled a match. I don't think he did the Slammy Awards and wrestled the same night. I don't think that's what happened. I don't think so either. I think he was still IC champ when he had when he did the Sammys. So you... No, he was. He was also still champ when he had that match when Pat Patterson died. That's why I'm like, because it was like a multiple person uh, match. It was all the tag team champions right. that night. So it was definitely a different night. All the IC champs. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're still doing this Kevin Owens thing. Mm-hmm. I guess they'll fight at Rumble and then Daniel Bryan will win and is like, hey, it's my turn. That's probably it. Also, so... I just remembered something else I wanted to say earlier. Um, Dave Meltzer said on Twitter that he didn't recall there ever being an entire episode of a show devoted to a talent that had passed. And I'm like, uh, Eddie Guerrero? Even Chris Benoit got a tribute show. But Eddie Guerrero got a bigger tribute show. I think because like they knew that that was, you know, whatever. Yeah, so there was a tribute show to Eddie to the point where, you know, they broke the Kerwin White character. They they ended it. Was this platform not around so it, so it didn't exist? That just baffles me. It's like he's a he's supposed to be a historian. Like, don't come out with that. Although, in his defense, and this is one thing I hate about Twitter that I get I'll get a notification. Oh, this person just tweeted, and I look, and it's from like a day before. So it was it was a day old tweet by the time I responded. I'm probably a better typist than him too. All right, great. So I don't know. Uh, maybe. Well, now now they'll probably do Carmella versus Sasha again because Carmella has a pinfall victory over the champion again. So I guess we'll have to see what they do. It's probably. It, it feels like Royal Rumble is turning into rematch. From the last one. Rematch Rumble. Rematch from the last one, and then we'll see who's going to win the Royal Rumble match. Yeah. So far, Daniel Bryan's declared himself. I think Nia Jax declared herself for the Rumble, and so did Shayna. Yes. I don't know if Charlotte did. I didn't see her do so. But maybe. Maybe she will. Maybe that'll be where it happens. Like she's like, I'm gonna fight you, or maybe I'm not gonna fight you. I don't know, because you uh, have to fight the person on your show, right? You can't like, or can you pick whoever? I forgot how the rumble works. They change their minds every now and then. So last time, last time it was on your show. Okay, okay, okay. All right, uh, makes sense, I guess. Wait a second, though. Did Becky win the Royal Rumble and then challenge Ronda Rousey? 
And she was a SmackDown superstar at the time because she was on a SmackDown Survivor Series team. Yeah, they well that year it was different. Okay. That's why is it different? Because they, they said so. It could yes. be any, or are you just making this up? No, they they said a uh, champion of whichever show you want. Huh. All right, I guess I guess you're right. Uh, now this is this is to the people out there who are confused. Like, I hear a lot about why does a lone why does a lone wolf have knights? Here's my answer. Baron Corbin's been the lone wolf forever, and he's had partners and he's had people help him. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's like, like the, <laughs> the lone wolf asterisk. It's it's like, I guess because they never really specify what do you mean by that. Like, yeah. are you just the only one, or you're just always out for yourself? It could be that, or it could be like there's no one else on this level where I am. I'm the only wolf here. Yeah, on this, everyone else is a sheep. Yeah, that's these, what I was gonna say. these two sheep decide to follow me, so they're gonna wear hoods all the time. Or, I think they just don't have anything for them to wear. And it's also like, let's not waste time making them outfits when we don't know what we're doing here. Right now, we yeah. just want to give Corbin guys. Mm-hmm. And no one likes Sami Zayn. Because <laughs> not even Baron Corbin can stand him. Mm-hmm. Or King Corbin, whatever. Which I think is a great gimmick for Sami. That no Most one likes him. unlikable. Yeah. Well, if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be him. He's so good at it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's something to be proud of. I feel like I'm I'm you talking to me hating on Christian five years ago. I like Christian. I know, but I'm, I don't I I don't not like Sami Zayn as his character. Right. His, exactly. I don't not like Jason Riso. I can't stand Christian the character. Listen, I don't go around... Wait, is Sami Zayn's real name Sami Zayn? No. Oh, well, I don't go around calling him what his real name is. I just say Sami Zayn. Sometimes I like Sami Zayn. What he does like Sami Zayn the person. Mm-hmm. But what... Anything... I don't know. He's... I'm not going to take it back. I will still fight you, Sami Zayn. <laughs> I will fight you in any game you want. Any game you want. Super Smash Bros. Any game. Any. Doesn't stop with that. All right. Well, that's all I liked about SmackDown. Did you have anything you wanted to say about it? Because you asked me. I did ask you. Um, No. <laughs> Not, nothing major. Nothing really stood out. Uh, Big E's promo, he uh, was all about Brody Lee. So, uh, he mentioned Rochester, the uh, names Amanda and Nolan, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, which was um, Brody's favorite hockey team. That's beautiful, man. Well, you know, I, I think I think we messed up here. Hmm. We spent a lot of time talking about Raw. We spent a lot of time talking about SmackDown, but that one second that we talk about uh, the 
very special episode of AEW Dynamite. I think we could use that as the path to that, that we could wrap on that. We could wrap on that uh, thing, you know. Sure. Uh, thoughts, reflections, uh, other words that mean the same thing. Um, great show, really touching tributes by everyone. Um, some guys like Colt, you could see, were still barely holding in their emotions. Um, MJF is getting some heat online for being MJF. And I, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, Brody Jr. and his mom would have approved the whole hey, I'm going to take your mask off and spit on it, and then you hit me with a kendo stick. It's not like that. he just went out and did that. They talked about it. It had to have been discussed. There's no way it wasn't. I have a message for mm. anybody who's upset about that. And my, here it is. You don't know anything. <laughs> right. You don't know anything. That's their world, and that world is not like this world. It's a world that exists in another world. It's just not... You don't know as much as you think you fucking do. Mm -hmm. Made me drop a F-bomb up in here. From, from comments I read online, there is only one video online of MJF currently, like at, at his roughly current age, where he's out of character. And the person that said that saw it said he, you know, he was just acting like a normal person, not a dick. So that proves that he's just in character perpetually. So especially on TV, the show that he works at, of course he's still going to be in character. It's just, yeah. it's it's silly that these people get upset about it. No, it's stupid because it's like. I'm trying to make a good analogy that maybe you might get, but it's very hard. <laughs> okay. It's Why like is that? It's like you're going to get mad because you don't watch a lot of things, so I'm trying to come up with something. That's like getting mad at Josh Brolin for playing Thanos when he decided to snap his fingers. It's like, you committed genocide. No, I was in a movie. Yeah. I did a part. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of thing. Exactly. You, you can't get mad at the actor for the character they're playing. Like he's going to do that and not get approved. Like, did you not see the time between him positioning his head and getting hit in the head with a kendo stick? Like, what? Yeah, and literally why else did the kid come out with a kendo stick? Why else? Maybe for self-defense since he's a small child in the charge of a, uh, a faction. Mm -hmm. And needs self-defense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mainly to hit MJF in the head. I don't know. Most Some people carry mace. Some people carry a kendo stick. It's the truth. I'm not making this up. Yeah, the way I see it, I, I see two things. A, MJF put the kid over. Because the kid got the last shot. And B, when he starts up in AEW in 10, 11 years, or maybe longer, if the kid goes to college or whatever, built-in feud. MJF is young enough. You I even made that point. A, uh, yeah, I hope he waits a long time where he's an old man. And he just beats him. 
just beats him to death. Hmm. I great. hate the MJF character, which is you know the right the right point. Yeah, he, uh, the Puerto Rican flag does not belong on your pasty white ass. <laughs> you disrespectful. Anyway, Santana and Ortiz, you shouldn't have enabled him. Hmm. Good promo by Eddie Kingston, as always. I'm trying to do a Eddie Kingston impersonation, but I'm always afraid that like a bullet's gonna come through my window. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm not gonna do it. I know you're sitting there waiting for it, but I'm not doing it. It's very hard to get down, but yeah. I have it in my mind. It's like I've known people like that my whole life growing up. Mm-hmm. Like they're real people. They're yeah. real guys like that. Mm-hmm. I think or, I'm getting I'm thinking of getting the Eddie Kingston shirt. Let me see if it's in my cart. I have a couple shirts in my cart. It is. Alright, cool. I'm just waiting for like a promo code or something. Yeah. I got I'm getting the Brody Memorial shirt and one of the regular Brody shirts also. So now that he's TNT champion for life, are you going to go after it, or uh, are you going to wait? I'll wait. First of all, I'm going to wait until he's legal to wrestle. Because, um, you know, let, let, let's avoid the... I don't want to l- win the title and then lose it to a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, man. I think I'm going to wait at least two years, and then I'm coming for it. At that point, he'll still only be 10. Um, coming... For that okay. TNT championship. Okay. Apparently that championship, they gave him it. They gave it to him. So I think they retired that one. Well, That's the rumor I'm seeing, that there's going to be another TNT championship. Yeah, Shivani, Shivani confirmed it on the AEW post-show um, that they gave they gave him the, the belt um, and that they are retiring. It's not clear whether or not they're only retiring the design or if they're retiring the TNT Championship overall. I think probably only the design, because I think the channel TNT would probably be upset at, you know, I'm sure there was some money exchange hands to make a TNT title. So, I'm pretty sure the TNT title stay around, just in a different form. It'll look different. I... I look. I know you say that, but until we have actual evidence that that's actually what happened, Spe- I'm speculating. I really think it's just a better way of saying television title instead of like just having a television title, because that's basically what that is. All right. Now, what happens? TV champ- it's a TV title. So, so let's say it wasn't sponsored or sank or uh, whatever by. Um, it's like the TNT Network. TNT Dynamite. So what happens if the, they get a better TV deal from another company, from like USA? That wouldn't be USA uh, or TNN. There we go, TNN. Right? Mm-hmm. And they move to TNN. Are they changing the championship to the TNN championship? No, it could still be TNT. Don't you think the TNT channel might not be happy with that? I, because like I said before, it could be like TNT. Like dynamite, um, you know what I'm saying. You don't mm-hmm. see fucking ACDC getting mad, like <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. 
they got that song TNT. They do. So. Hmm. So that's a different take on it. Yeah, that's my take. Either way, we'll see the right one. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. So they're probably gonna have something ready for next week. Because Darby didn't Darby didn't have the belt, so I think they just took the belt from Darby and handed it to him. Yeah, that sucks, man. They should at least had Darby Allen do the honors. Is all I'm saying. You know, this like like who'd he ever beat? Now, you beat Cody? when I when I shove this ten year old onto the ground and run away with the championship, who I, I beat a guy who didn't beat a guy, and I'm talking to, no, minus one did not beat Darby Allen for that championship is what I mean. Well, Darby Allen is still a TNT champion. Yes, but he is not. He, he, he's well, a, let's listen, call let's call him the lineal TNT champion. Adam Cole put this small child over in a hotel lobby. Why can't Darby Allen put him over in a match? I didn't write the show. He wrote the show. God damn it, kid! You got a bright future, but listen to me. Listen to me. What I tell you, I'm going to challenge you and give you the respect that you deserve. One-on-one, basement chair, negative one, one-on-one with the great one. Of the two podcasters, <laughs> who would you rather fight, Rich Riz or basement chair? It's not yelling, it's talking in promo. (laughs) And that's all I got to say about that. So I'm interested to see where, what they're going to do now with Hangman and the Dark Order. Um, Some people online are speculating that the whole storyline, the Hangman thing was going to culminate in a match. Hangman versus Brody. Um, I think maybe what should happen... Let's say Hangman joins, and let's say Colt joins, right? No, the, the, actually, Colt doesn't really matter at this point. Um, let's say Evil Uno thinks he should be the new leader of the Dark Order. He doesn't have to call himself the Exalted One. They can retire that title. Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> Pizzeria Uno. Okay. Um, but Hangman's like, well, you guys really heavily recruited me. You've been ha- talking me up. Maybe I should be the one leading you guys. Maybe, or they introduce a new character called Draw Four, the enemy of Uno, the Wild. Yes, because you have Uno, you think this is it, and then they go and they change the colors, and you got to pick up four cards. Wild That's man, fucked. Draw Four. That's fucked. That is fucked. That is fucked. Hmm. You imagine. I think, so four, I think four is taken in Dark Order, but they'll figure I it out. I said draw four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not four. Draw four. I am draw four. And I've come to take you out, Uno. See? That's it. Draw four. Okay. Draw four. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Keep going. Come on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I feel like trading wheels. <laughs> I'm trading wheels, Tyson, your manager. Or trading wheels, Terry. Terry trading wheels, here to take you from the bottom to the top, baby. 
So Britt calling the whole thing a big rig, I thought was. I not, get it. I'll say nice try. It's more like, huh? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? And the fact that she smiled when she delivered the line, too. Huh? Huh? The whole, <laughs> let's, just, let's just say the whole episode was out of normal continuity. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, I thought the MJF thing was great, though. Um, Kingston's promo. Cody at the end was good. Tony Khan was all right. I think that Tony Khan should go to promo school if he's going to talk. I think he's just emotional. Like, you know, he knew the guy, too, kind of. You know, working relationship. Like, he's sad that he's gone, too. I know. He should still go to promo school. (laughs) Okay. If he's going to talk, he should. You know who else? You know it's weird? Like, sometimes you'll say a thing, Mm -hmm. and I'll be like, if I was a listener, I'd be like, yeah, you two could use that, too. (laughs) You know? Like, you guys. It's true. You two guys could. (laughs) Listen, we're not in a company that offers promo school. Do they have promo school? They have the Nightmare Academy. I'm sure they do promo there. You're assuming that, though. Like, it could just be a wrestling school. And uh, I feel like if they do that, it'd be kind of hypocritical. Because, like, that's the kind of thing they bust Vince's balls off of, like, the fact that they script them and shit like that. Like, you could do it. If you could cut a good promo, they're still going to make you cut a promo the way they want you to cut the promo. Right, but, like, if AEW... So, whether a writer is scripting you or you're scripting yourself, if, if, if a writer comes up with your words or you come up with your words, either way, you're kind of scripting. Now, some people can off-the-dome shit, but even still, your delivery has to be engaging. You have to know how to get the reaction from your audience that you're looking for. And that, and doesn't matter who's writing it. That's something they can, they should be teaching. If the if it's taught at the performance center, why wouldn't the Nightmare Academy also want to teach it? Granted, I don't know if QT Marshall is, and and Dustin are the only two teachers there. I'd say Dustin is definitely the better of the two, but he's not the best speaker. Neither is Cody. Listen, leave Cody alone. <laughs> MJF is he, one of the he best. He had speakers. a lisp. <laughs> he did. It came but, out a little bit. What he was? What he was? Yeah, like I, I don't hold his lisp against him because, you know, like sure he could. There are ways to get rid of it, but it's like I don't hold that against him. I want to fight you, Cody Rhodes. I challenge you to a bucket of blood match, brother. I know it's your favorite. When you step in a ring, basement chair, you're going to realize that you want to be on the back end of a whooping, boy. Blood and guts. Buckets of blood match. Hmm. Whoever fills the bucket with their opponent's blood first is the winner. That sounds dangerous. That sounds like someone could die. Yeah. Or crash, you know? Definitely crash. All right. Well, maybe not a bucket. Maybe like a shot glass. Yeah. If you fill a shot glass with your opponent's blood, 
and you have to make them down it, and then you win. Because you could swallow, like, a lot of blood before you get sick. I think so, a pint, if yeah. I remember correctly, from Fight Club. So this is, that's nothing. That's nothing, really, I think. Mm. I think. Yeah, great. Book it. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I think MJF is the best talker in AEW right now. That's not saying much. The best that's like not a uh, not a manager. Let me think. Oh, did you see that Jake the Snake Roberts did stuff? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he did a thing. Because well, I thought uh, we were just not going to say that he did a thing. Uh, who? Someone? It was during did a DDT. their. It was during their match. Uh, when Lance Archer teamed with. Uh, Uno Dark and Grayson. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, and then, like... Yeah, I, I wrote here, post-match, Archer tossed Kingston in the ring to get ping-ponged while, with Jake even getting a shot, and since Kingston hit a DDT while looking directly at Jake. Yeah. Yeah. I would like it, like, if one time they would, like, they would gimmick the ring to where, like, somebody could get, like, DDT'd through it. Hmm. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like, just pick a spot. It would... Mm, I don't know. I heard a rumor, and I don't, it's not really related to AEW, though, mm-hmm. uh, that they might do... They're going to do Randy Orton versus The Fiend again, and it might be a Firefly Funhouse match. Hmm. Which I don't know if it works, because he's really going to regret not setting it on fire. Which I really thought he was gonna do. He could still do it if he say he sets Alexa on fire, and then he sets the, sets the Firefly Funhouse on fire. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I guess because the Firefly Funhouse is not outside, you know, yeah. it's probably frowned upon to burn things inside, huh? Unless it's the fiend. Unless they set up like a shed or something. Yeah. Well, it's a bigger area, mm-hmm. like that big ring thing. Like yeah, the that Firefly would have to Funhouse be... is contained. Yeah, that would have it's to like be. A room. Yeah, it'd have to be like slightly off-site, even just in the parking lot or something. Um, remind me, in the first Firefly Funhouse match, was there an actual pinfall? No. Okay. Yes. What? Yes, there was. There was. And the Fiend won. The Fiend won. Yeah. And we, we haven't seen John Cena since. Well, we haven't. Well, we've never seen him, but we've never. Right. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like you I can't s- lose that match. I saw I was looking I was looking through through um WB uh shop dot com last night and there's a Rob Schamberger or whatever his name is painting of John Cena but and he's doing the You Can't See Me, but his face isn't there. But his hand is there. Huh. It's just a blank space where his face would be. I'm like I can see his hand. Like, his face isn't the only part of him. His hand is there. I see his hand. Every time I see... Um... Sh- uh, Shamburger or whatever, I hear his name, I think Rochambeau. Ha! <laughs> as long as I go first. You know what I think we should talk about before we go off air? What's that? I don't know if you've heard about this. 
But this is recent, and we'll close with this instead of the other thing, because I'm an idiot. Because hmm. I wanted to talk about this when we were talking about SmackDown, and I forgot about it. Do you know about the WWE SmackDown Superstars tier? I saw something online. I don't know who put it together. Was that WWE? No, it was Ryan Satin, but right. Fox well, Sports. But he works for WWE. I. Well, it says Fox Sports WWE Analyst. Mm. So I'm going by what they say. Okay. So maybe he is. I don't know. I don't care. But, like, they they have, like, one that they showed, like, an example of was the one that they did in 2016. But the, the reason it came up is because, um, what's her name was Phil? Uh, Mickey James was pissed about it. And it's like, my thing with the tier list is, like, this this is a ego business. All these guys have an ego. One and two, like it is a difference between throwing out this tier list and, for example, setting the power levels of wrestlers in a video game. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna feel good. So here's how the categories are. I'm a mm-hmm. A plus is biggest stars in the company. A is a main eventer. B-plus could be booked in main events. B, mid-card title holder contenders, which I don't agree with, but I guess it makes sense from the way the list is put together. Mm -hmm. C-plus, regular appearing on TV. C, appearing sporadically on shows. D, falling out of interest. And F, 24-7 title chaser. Oh, jeez. That's below the freaking... Not even appearing on TV? Apparently. Well, D is falling out of interest. Mm. It's weird that... Why you go from D to F? But I guess there's no such thing as an E grade, you idiot. Right. So... So wait, so so before we even get, get any further into it, did you see the 24-7 title change hands? It happened on New Year's. It was Garza. Yeah, I heard on about it. On TikTok. Hey, t- is that like the first ever? Uh, on TikTok, as far as I know, yeah. Making history. You know how Vince is. Mm-hmm. All right, so looking at it, I'm just going to read it fast for the listeners that haven't seen it. You could find it very easily. Yeah, it's on Ryan Satin's Twitter. Okay, so they put, obviously, Roman Reigns and Sasha Banks, according to this, are the biggest stars uh, and the company. Okay. I I would go and uh, from SmackDown because they ha- he's going to have a separate list for Raw. I'm mm-hmm. assuming if these if well probably he, not because Raw's on Fox. He he could do a tier list for Raw if he wanted to. He could because see here's the thing that like there's so he works for Fox. He also works for WWE. So he's yeah. probably towing the line and only going to do SmackDown stuff. Yeah, but this is where you're wrong because I read the freaking article. Oh, okay. And he says, seeing as how Raw and SmackDown are both so loaded with talent, I'll do each show separately. Okay. So then he's, he's Since he's, the first SmackDown of 2021 takes place on Fox, he's going to start with Blue, obviously. So, mm-hmm. but, I, I, all right, listen. I, I get it, Robin Reigns, he's the tribal chief, and Sasha Banks, I, listen, maybe it's just because she's a WWE woman, she's a SmackDown Women's Champion. 
Maybe that's why. But mm-hmm. I think I could make the argument for Bailey because she's an A. Yeah. So the only thing that stops her from being A plus is the fact that she's not the champion. Right. And also like what's happening right now because he's going by twenty twenty one. So if you were to go to buy 2021, I think it's fair, but not really because Seth Rollins hasn't done anything at all. Haven't seen him in 2021, period. Nothing. Like, the last time he wrestled was the Survivor Series Best of the Best. Yep. So he doesn't belong there. So you could take that out. His, maybe his, was, his new gimmick name is Daddy. Yeah, maybe if he was back, but he's gone. Mm-hmm. So B+, Street Profits, Rey Mysterio, and Kevin Owens. According to how they do it, could be booked in main events. So that means you still think Rey Mysterio should be main eventing, bro? Also, I haven't seen him in 2021. Yeah, so a lot of these people, though, like, I guess it's like, well, if I just based it on SmackDown, which is the, it was, dude, I think we might be, all right, if we see Seth next Friday, then we'll give him leeway. Because... It was. It just happened. We just had the one episode of SmackDown. Like, not all these people were there. Right, but he shouldn't be A. It, it, didn't you say that he said this is based on what we've seen so far in 2021? That's what it says in the... Uh, ben the Rollins article. doesn't belong there. And neither does any of Team Ray. Because we haven't seen them. If, he, if he's basing it on 2021, they can't be there. Because we haven't seen them. They should be F. I think it's more like, okay, no, I think it's because he said, he said he did SmackDown first because it's the first SmackDown of 2021, Mm -hmm. but it's still too early. All right. So if we're including all these people we haven't seen, Seth doesn't belong as an A. He still doesn't, even if if this was based on like last week. Right. Because he hasn't been around. Kevin Owens should be up there because he's still feuding with Roman. Who else is Roman feuding with? Nobody. Well, according to here, right, it says A is main eventers. So why isn't Kevin Owens there? Right. But it makes sense. Why isn't Jey Uso there? Well, uh, he is, I don't see him. Oh, there he is, B. Yeah. So a B is a mid-card title holder and a contender. So they consider him a contender. But not a main Avenger, even though he's main event Jey Uso. I I, I just I don't yourself... like the incongruity. Well, this tier list is based on what this guy says, what mm-hmm. this guy thinks. It looks like I like I know what I said, but it doesn't. It looks more like what he thinks. Okay. I, let me see something. Let me see the explanations, because he does. Like, well, he spends a lot of time talking about A+. I don't want to read the damn article. If you want to read the article, read the article. But it's it, it, he does a good job of explaining why. But here's the thing. When you get to Seth Rollins, he goes, Seth Rollins may have been entangled in a dramatic storyline over the past year as opposed to main event feuds, but it hasn't diminished his status whatsoever. So just because he's Seth Rollins, apparently, is why he's up there. Okay. So you could check out the article. Um, I I'll read fast and then 
I'll just we'll just give like what we think of it overall. All right, so B plus. We'll just take turns. I'll do B plus, and then you'll go B. So for B plus, he has Street Profits, Ray Mysterio, and Kevin Owens. And B plus is supposed to represent what exactly? So I have to read everything again. Okay. Well, so I don't, B plus. Means, just remind me of that. B plus means could be booked in main events. Okay. All right. So for B, he has Biggie, Otis, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, and Bianca Belair. I agree because these are mid card title holders and contenders. Like they could, but this is what doesn't make sense. There's no mid card for the women's championship. Exactly. So it's like I I only like tier lists in video games because like with people it's weird. Well, they they should break it up by singles and tag. I think that would clarify this. Because, obviously, for tag, Street Profits would be at the A+, because they are the tag team champions. But according to here, they're not... It's like, it says biggest stars in the company, A+. They're not the biggest stars in the company. Fair. And here's another thing about Street Profits. They said that they won the SmackDown Championships. They were won the Raw Tag Team Championships. No. I know that. <laughs> I'm telling you what they said. I know. But I'm saying it again. Mm-hmm. They said it like they won the motherfucking things. They're like, let's trade. Yeah. What they could have done, they could have had... How long after uh, the draft was best of the best? Was the draft in September? It, the draft was, I think, like just a couple of weeks before. Why didn't they just do winner takes all and then just have tag team champions? I don't know. Because then the Hurt Business being the tag team champions would be a bigger deal. Yeah. Because now you got the Hurt Business on SmackDown also. Mm-hmm. Kind of how you have like the floating women's tag team championships. It gives you an excuse to have Charlotte on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're weak on tag teams in general anyway. So Exactly. Just do it all together. I think that's the best move. I agree. Anyway, F tier list, bro. Alright. Take us away from here. Alright. If you don't know where to get in touch with us, you can email us, spaceandbookers at gmail.com. We're on all the socials at Bookers on Twitter, at BasinJair, at Rich the Riz. We're on Instagram, Pod. We got a Facebook page, Bookers. And if you don't know where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can get podcasts. And Jair's got one parting message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!